Welcome to Verified Rx, your prescription for success. Brought to you by the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. Vizient Pharmacy Vision Awards celebrate the values and achievements of our pharmacy members. Back again with me today for our second installment in our series is the winner of our Executive Pharmacy Leadership Award, Christine Collins, Senior Vice President and Chief Pharmacy Officer at Lifespan, and Vizient's own Dan Kistner, Group Senior Vice President of Pharmacy Solutions. Let's jump right back into it. Well, I love to hear about that approach to collaboration and growth and really great insights from both of you about where we are and where we're going with pharmacy leadership. I know we're seeing several national pharmacy leadership positions open right now. How are we doing with succession planning and preparing the next generation of leaders? It's tough because we all have to be diligent about it. And it's so hard to do that with all the organizational fires that happen every day in our roles. Making sure that we're prioritizing succession planning or identifying those individuals that have that skill set, that drive. All of us as leaders trying to make that transition from being important to relevant. When I think about that, there's all these panels and these presentations and all these things that we love doing. We're very capable. We're very comfortable. We're really good at it. It feeds the ego. But is it creating that empowerment? If you take every panel and presentation and things that you've done for years, that's usually an indicator, too, that you've been doing the same thing for five to six years. And you go, maybe I should give that to someone else. Maybe I should give that exposure to a different leader on my team. What can I be doing to empower them, to grow them, to get them in the sunlight? It's a win-win because you're also creating that maximum downward delegation that's going to free up more time for you to grow your C-suite capabilities and your growth. Because more of her presentations now are not about the clinical aspects of pharmacy when she's meeting with the C-suite. It's about how she's growing her program and what she wants to bring to market and around the strategy and the vision. That's so important. As leaders, we try to say, how can I be less important and more relevant? And how can I get out of the way? Because that's going to help grow that succession planning and that next generation of leaders. Professional development is very important, but I'm a big fan of continuous professional development. So formal training is wonderful. If all of us said we could have a week or a retreat and I could go and Christine could teach us for three days in a room about all these wonderful things she does, we'd all sign up. But that is so hard to do. The needs and the demands of her job and everyone's work. I'll tell you something that I think has worked really well for me and I try to pass this along is I'll be on a call with, let's say, a peer. It could be my boss, could just be a peer, could be someone on the team. And I just see how they handle a tough conversation really well or how they manage themselves in a meeting and how they negotiated something that was really strategic and was tough. And I'll take vigorous notes and then I'll call them afterwards and say, hey, can you walk me through exactly how you saw that and you did that? I've learned more around leadership development from those one-on-one interactions and engagements and just being vulnerable to say, that's not how I would have handled it, but wow, that was really successful. What made you think to do that? Then I probably ever did reading a book or sitting down and going through an entire day of exercises. And what I like about that too is not only is it maybe the way that I learned, but it's something I can do every day. And it's not something I have to carve out time around my own professional development. Christine, what about you? What are you thinking? Here's a novel idea. If you want to aspire individuals on your team to continue in your path and have a succession plan, how about having a job that they would want to aspire to? How about role modeling a job that they would want to aspire to? Maybe it's not just you're coming across as a burnt out pharmacy executive. Nobody's going to want your job. We need to make sure our jobs are something that someone would want to aspire to. And that's hard to do, too. But if we're constantly putting out fires and we're working really long hours and we just look stressed all the time and we're burnt out, nobody's going to want your job. So there is no succession planning. 
We need a different approach. We need to make sure that we're having fun in our jobs. To some degree, it it needs to be enjoyable. Nobody wants to be in a burnt out job. So have some fun with it. Make it for your whole team. Make it fun for them. Everybody will work a lot harder if they enjoy what they're doing and if they have fun. And we need to inspire. We need to inspire at all levels. I need to be inspired, even at my level. We need to share that. We need to make inspiration contagious. We need to make fun contagious. It's spirited energy needs to be contagious. And with all of those things, people will feel a lot better and will have positions and roles that they aspire to grow into. Certainly, we need to give up to grow. And that's part of not being burnt out. Exactly what you were saying, Dan. If we give up, then we can grow and we can do so without looking completely fried in our jobs, which is important for that succession planning. All of those things, building a cohesive team so they know they have their support, that they're not in it alone. Another important point when we think about succession planning, did this for me, multiple people. We need to do more of this. It's really easy to get caught up into the day-to-day. When you have new positions, you post them and you wait and see who applies and you interview applicants. But how about this? How about reaching a handout? How about finding somebody who has those attributes that you see that you can work with and develop? They may not have the experience yet, but start to give them projects, give them opportunities and help them grow and help them develop down that pathway. A lot of people don't immediately aspire to, some do out of college. They say, I want to be a chief pharmacy officer. I want to be a supervisor. I want to go into management. Not everybody realizes they have those basic core leadership attributes that are so critical for success. That to me is the most critical for success. It's just the basic characteristics and attributes of a good leader. And those are easy to define. They're whatever you would want in a leader. (laughs) What attributes would you want your boss to have? And if you think about it that way, then they're easy to describe. Wow. Well said, Christine. Three things that I think are worth just double downing on. One is you're absolutely right about celebrating the wins. That's probably something we don't do well enough. We are so good at just getting the job done, putting out the fires and moving on. Life is too short. The things that your team's doing, Christine, are making a huge impact for the patients you serve. And you need to celebrate that. The second thing I would say, mentors, life coaches, people that have been in our lives, they have helped us immensely. And so our ability to find others that we see that have so much potential and reach out to them, or maybe even just people today on our teams. And, you know, normally you'd have a one-on-one and you'd go through 20 agenda items, but you just kick it off by saying, how are things going? What can I do for you to be successful? What's on your mind? And taking maybe the tactical for a backseat just for a hard second to be able to look at their development. You're absolutely right about what we can do to help. We set the course. And the third thing I'd say is you're setting the course also. One thing that you've done, Christine, is you've elevated your role within your organization in the last few years. When you've elevated your role, you've essentially brought up everybody another rung on the ladder and you've given everyone another opportunity. Not only are you showing up as a leader that's positive, energetic, says we can do this, you're celebrating the wins, but you're also elevating your role, which is going to give everyone else another opportunity. Those three things, Christine, that you mentioned are just really important to how we bring up the next generation and we give them even more opportunities than maybe we had when we started within our organizations. I don't look at it for myself elevating my role, but I look at it for the team and what I'm able to do for them because I definitely am in a position to help them more by the position that I'm in now, which has been great for the whole department and actually for the organization because 
we're able to bring more solutions to the organization for problems that they have. And we're solving them before they realize they have the problems like access to care and things that traditionally you wouldn't think about with pharmacy. But I will add another element too, and Dan, I see this with you and your team too. When I reflect on Dan's team, there are three big attributes that I would use to describe them and they come from the leader. And I think that's great. One is certainly that spirited energy. Dan has spirited energy like nobody's business, and it is definitely contagious, and he does a great job with that, and you see that on his team. And also the cohesive team, a team that works together and sticks together and helps each other out, which is great because that's our strength. When we can build a solid team, that becomes our strength, and we become unstoppable with that. And then the third is innovation, not stopping, not staying at the status quo. Where can we go from here? How can we make things better? When you're successful and you're doing well, which many pharmacy service lines are right now in health systems, they're making money, they're doing well. So the executives kind of say, okay, pharmacy's good. Let's look at some other areas. Good's not good enough. We can always do better. Let's not stop at the status quo. Let's continue to find the next opportunity. So Dan does that with his team. Very innovative, very data-driven, which I love. And I'm sure he's got some plans with artificial intelligence and doing some great things there. Those are the things that will inspire more pharmacy leaders to do more and to realize that it's not just the status quo. That's not what makes our jobs enjoyable. It's good to have good outcomes and keep things safe and efficient, but it's fun to do better. And that's what I love. You're absolutely right. It is fun to do better. And we're just so blessed to have amazing teams and people around us that are way smarter than us. We don't have to do anything. Just hire smart people. I love it. And we're just so fortunate. What you've done a lifespan with your team, it's also an elevation of the profession. And that's what I love seeing is across the board within our industry. We're just constantly seeing the elevation of the profession, which is the right thing to do for healthcare, but it, it's going to have the biggest return for all of us as pharmacists and new leaders coming in the years ahead. Absolutely. No one can solve problems like us. No one can do strategy and logistics like us. I 100% agree. This has been wonderful advice and very inspiring perspectives. So what do we have to look forward to in the future? One thing I think about pharmacy is not a dead end. The CEOs, the C-suite of all of our large health systems are recognizing how important pharmacy is to their organization. So that's going to come with a litany of challenges. Every day there's a new challenge, one you couldn't even predict. Christine has a great way of seeing that as it's really just another opportunity for us to step into it. When I think about the future, Gretchen, there's so much more that we can be done. We're just at the tip of the iceberg. Continue to see pharmacists move up within hospital leadership and moving to that C-suite and surrounding yourself with the right team. Our teams we have today, when you think about incredible pharmacists, pharmacy technicians, pharmacy buyers, 340B experts, but also looking at who are we bringing in from departments maybe we wouldn't have thought traditionally was in the pharmacy world. When you think about people in finance or business development or data and analytics, what are we doing to bring in these other skill sets that maybe in the past were adjacent to some of the work that we're doing, but now are going to be core? And we're going to bring in these minds that are going to bring ideas that we've never thought about. And we're going to be able to grow at a rate that's different than what we've done in the past. What do you think about, Christine, when you look forward to the future? We're riding a great wave here, not just being opportunists, but we have the skills, we have the power, the knowledge and the resources to really do some great things that build off what we have. So, for example, many health system pharmacy service lines are probably the equivalent of running a small hospital. The number of employees, the number of revenue dollars coming through, they're probably even at the point of a medium hospital, just that one service line. 
we're great at vision and strategy and logistics. So you're seeing more pharmacy executives move up to roles like chief operating officer and other higher level executive positions. So we need to leverage that. How can we leverage our content expertise and continue our passions always with pharmacy? So how can we continue to move the pharmacy service line, knowing that we'll have the seat at the big table in a higher position? And how can we position pharmacy to really take advantage and leverage these new opportunities that will be coming our way? That's something that we need to be strategizing, which we're always strategizing, and use that to our advantage for the good of the organization. We see that in other health systems. I see that in our health system with some of the things I've been able to do with this new position and new level of reporting. And I think we need to continue down that area, whether it's consolidated service centers on the operations side or managing clinical programs on the clinical side. We need to make sure that we're ready for this new opportunity that's coming our way. That other opportunity I think that's really big is just that expansion outside of the four walls of the hospital and what you're doing today and where pharmacy leaders are saying, wait a second, we're the best at taking care of you while you're in the hospital. We would be the best while you're outside of the hospital as well to make sure you don't have to come back anytime soon. And so your ability and what you're doing around infusion and home infusion and retail specialty mail order, I think it's a, just an incredible opportunity for health system pharmacy leaders. Well, the future is bright and opportunities are endless. Christine, congratulations again and thank you so much to both you and Dan for joining us today to share your thoughts and insights. It's been wonderful chatting with you. Thank you, Gretchen. And I just want to thank Dan and thank Vizian for this award, not just for me and on my behalf or on my team's behalf, but for the profession of pharmacy and for all of those pharmacy executives that work really hard and put their heart and soul into really developing a strong program at their health system. We don't do it for the awards, but it's certainly nice to be recognized for the award. Thank you to Vizian for recognizing this and for giving pharmacy executives this opportunity to shine not just in their organization, but throughout Vizian. So thank you. It means a lot. Christine, you are so deserving of it. And so is your team. This is such well-deserved recognition of your leadership and of what your team's been doing in the last few years. And we couldn't be more honored. This has been fantastic. It's always great to chat with you, uh, but you are an incredible leader that transcends not only just pharmacy, but the leadership skills and attributes that you bring every day to your team, but to the other leaders. And listeners, Please join us for more Verified Rx podcasts. Subscribe today, like us, and send us your comments. We'd love to hear from you. Verified Rx is your prescription for success and is brought to you by the Vizient Center for Pharmacy Practice Excellence. I'm Gretchen Brummel. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.